Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. What a win. What an exciting night. Tatum accelerates in the lane, goes up to nine by Robinson with the left. Point blank at the rim. You watched them two months ago, and you watch them now. They're a different team. Chemistry together is on another level, so we just want to continue to keep doing that. They're a tough team to play against. They play physical. I know it's six in a row, it's eight and nine, but it's five straight to guard. We start off with the idea of let's get better every day. They've added a buzz to New York basketball. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. They say, oh, the British are coming, British are coming, the Knicks are coming. On 98.7. I think you might see that on Columbus Avenue. Maybe a man on a horse. Maybe maybe we'll put RJ on the horse. I think we go I think we go Omar on a regular size horse and RJ on a on a pony on a pony. The British and, and are they, coming. The British are coming. Yes, they scream that up and down Columbus Avenue. How good would that be? What do you think what do you think happens though? You think he gets arrested? The right British! <laughs> they're coming! Wake up! The British are here! No, nah, you've seen crap. I mean I, I see I see weirder stuff than that walking into the studio every morning. So you think it's fine? No, yeah. no non issue, up and down Columbus, nobody even bats an eye. Nope. You think so? I think people probably like, recognize RJ. He's a big deal now. He is a big deal. I will say, RJ, in the original, the British are coming, very underwhelming. Like, nobody's going to stop and take notice when somebody just like, was like, oh, the British are coming. Well, I guess that's why they left it to Paul Revere. They made the right choice. Yeah, but you're not following in the footsteps. You're not, you're not RJ Revere, I'll tell you that. Well, I, I did my best. It wasn't good yeah, enough. You're, like, you're like more like RJ East Boston. This is not your step it up. This is not your bit. Let me, let me hear it, Santiago. Listen, it's, why is this on me all of a sudden? Well, let me, you let don't me participate. Hear his, 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 the, the British are coming. Eh. Here, you're all, come on, you're all pastelled up. Another day, another day. The, the British, British, are, coming. Day. The British no, are coming. Yeah, that. Let me hear that again. The British are coming. The British are coming. No, it's uh, RJ. You, you have no no excitement. No one. No one's going to stop their drinking their tea and pay attention. It's very informative. It's not meant to be the entertainment value. You as think well. Paul Revere was was riding up and down, saying like, "Oh, uh, everyone, excuse me. The the British are coming." Listen, British he got coming. the message across. No, yeah, he did. I think RJ he was, did not. Listen, Paul. Paul was probably a lot more straightforward. He was probably like you. Schmuck, go home. We get your stuff. We got stuff to do. Get out of here. No, he's probably screaming it like the, like he was frenetic, like like Omar. I'd like to think he was he was more, you know, subdued and and direct in his delivery. No, Omar screams it like, "Oh dear God, the British are coming!" He said, "The Knicks are coming." I I know, <laughs> but he said it like that, and you're like, "Oh, the the British are coming." Listen. Omar does everything at a hundred, though. Come on, now you can't compare the two. How tired do you think he is after that call? He's sleeping. You, you think like he's just spent. He like gets under the covers, goes to sleep. Jordan at the end of the flu game. Do you do you expend that much energy in, in a day? 
If the Giants are playing, it, it's why. David's walk. He's walking on the treadmill now, guys. I don't know if you knew that or not. Dave walks on the treadmill. Let's go! Why do you have to go there? Why do you have to? Oh, take he asked because he asked a nasty question. I say you're walking on the treadmill. You're expending energy. Yeah, but not not like Omar screaming kind of energy. You're less of a yeah. You're more marathon than sprint. Omar is is a sprint. He oof, it's an explosive phone call is what it is. Right. But I think we're I think we're bearing the lead. RJ with his the British are coming. Very underwhelming. Underwhelming. Very underwhelming. Uh, this portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. There's always news. There's always news. Ian Rappaport, this is from eight minutes ago, sends this tweet. When quarterback Derek Carr arrives in Indianapolis today, He'll have in-person free agent meetings with three teams. The Jets, the Saints, and the Panthers. Now, he's already visited with New Orleans and the Jets. Now he has Carolina and maybe more. Coaches, GMs, owners, all in the same spot this week. So I wonder if this is the week that we get a decision on Derek Carr. Well, he's really good. Listen, I give him credit. I mean, it's he's... Been in kind of a tough spot with all the, I mean, coaches going through and, and everything else in in Oakland and then in Vegas. So he really wants to make sure he gets this thing right. It's smart. I mean, he's he's had the benefit of being cut, so he's the only quarterback that can really that's available at the moment. So you meet with a bunch of teams, get a feel for what you want. I I guess my biggest hold up with this whole thing is if the Jets really believe what they told him, just sign him then. But but they don't. Well, they're meeting with him again. Well, I think that they look at him as kind of the, the backup to the guy that they really want, right? Like plan B. If, if I mean, it makes zero sense, Rick. If you loved him and you thought he was going to be a Hall of Famer and you thought he was the future of the team and he's going to lead you to Super Bowls, you it doesn't matter who else is available. Is it that or is it this just now the fear that they've painted themselves into a corner where if if they make the decision now and it turns out Aaron Rodgers does get traded, they'll look silly? No, but why? I mean, if if this is the guy that you look at and he's going to lead you to multiple titles and wind up in the Hall of Fame, who cares about Aaron Rodgers? I'm with you. I'm with you. I just know. I mean, there is a touch of dysfunction that comes along with the Jets. Still? Yeah, still. So so they just can't get rid of the stink of that dysfunction, huh? Uh, they're trying. I mean, they, they've taken steps. But if you sat across me, if I was Derek Carr and I sat with you in a meeting and you told me, we love you, and we think there's potential to win a championship here. And if you win a championship here, you're going to walk into the Hall of Fame. If that's really what you believe, and oh, by the way, it's not going to cost you anything draft pick-wise, then why haven't we done the deal yet? I have no idea. On top of that, you're going to meet with him again and waste his time. Yeah, I, well, I don't think it's wasting his time. If I'm your second choice, it's wasting my time. Well, is he the second choice? Is he the first choice? Well, if, they... he's not the, if he's not the second choice, then what the hell are we waiting for? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I would think uh, you're really holding out hope. I mean, do you realistically think there's a great chance you're going to wind up with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, because I just don't know how many teams. I, I think we're one of the few teams that's involved that has a real chance to get him. You hear what Joe Klecko said about Aaron Rodgers? Well, yeah, not a big fan. No, not not even a little bit. So he was just, of course, uh, named to uh, the Hall of Fame, and that's going to happen, of course, later this year. Aaron Rodgers, uh, I'm sorry, Joe Klecko was on Greeny yesterday. He said, Aaron Rodgers, no thank you, would disrupt the young Jets locker room. I just don't see a guy that 
has the baggage that Aaron Rodgers has in his personal life and how he's treated the Green Bay Packers who have gave him everything there is. I mean, I just don't think it fits with these young guys. You can hurt them as much as help them. You know, you, you compare him to Brady. The idea when Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was to win a Super Bowl. A guy like him is going to uplift people. I just can't see that in Aaron Rodgers. I just can't. Well, here, here's the thing. You're, you're coming on the heels of Zach Wilson where it was as dysfunctional and broken as anything you've ever seen in your life. You don't think that Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, they, they would run and hold the door open for the greatness that is Aaron Rodgers? It would be a huge lift. I understand what, I understand what Joe was saying. I, I get it. But I, I can't make the move for Aaron Rodgers, give up what it's going to take if he's not fully invested. Like I don't think he's been fully all in with, with Green Bay. I think there's a part of him that's gone through the motions a little bit because they they decided that they thought he was close to being done, so they traded up and got Jordan Love, and that pissed them off. I mean, to and the point that he can't let it go, ever? It doesn't feel like he's letting it go. All right, why, so like, move if you, why So, like, if you had really let it go, and towards the end of the season, you know, you go on this little run and put yourself in a spot in Week 18 that you win and you're in, and you seem like Christian Watson's coming. It looks like you're starting to create some, you know, some chemistry with him and Robio Dobbs, and you're in the NFC and your division. Like you don't like Minnesota, yeah, Detroit's coming, but still, like you make a couple moves, yeah, you got a real chance in the NFC. The AFC is more difficult. So if you put all that behind you, wouldn't I mean? Doesn't Green Bay give you the best chance to win a championship? I would think so. Okay, so if if he wants to leave, clearly there's still something going on there. But here's the thing: Would you be surprised if you listen to McAfee? I guess I'll probably be on later today, right? And and he said, you know what? I've I've really you know thought about this quite a bit. I w- I want to stay in Green Bay. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, nothing uh, listen, would surprise me. I, I think it's great to play with just one team. I think it's awesome. But I I mean, is there the temptation to try to try something different? What what would happen? I mean, if we find that news out today, what like what would I have to like lift you off the carpet tomorrow at the studio? Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be a tough one. And you'd have oh. to dress up like like that awful way too. Yeah, I'm not concerned about that. I would be more depressed that we didn't get Aaron. Yeah, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers steps into a new situation and is disconnected the way it seems like he's a little bit disconnected with his his teammates in Green Bay. Well, you got to figure that the Jets would have the opportunity to speak with him, right? Oh, yeah, of course. That's going to I mean, that's what uh, what was being reported what I read at least was that he'll have a meeting with Green Bay and then they'll decide he'll decide whether he wants to stay or leave and then if he says I want to leave then they'll have the ability to talk to teams and figure out where he wants to go. Right. So if he talks to the Jets and they take the temperature of the situation and they deem that he's absolutely all in and couldn't be more engaged and excited and wants to work with everybody, then maybe you go and make that trade. If you talk to him, I mean, you, you have to be aware. If you talk to him and he's like, I, you know, I don't know, two years, one year, I'm not really sure, and I, I want to go there and win, certainly, but, you know, I, I'm not 100% sold. Then, then you have to say, I'm sorry. Then Derek Carr is the better option. Future Hall of Famers who we'll bring in. Right. You want to keep both doors open. So I, I understand what they're doing with Derek Carr. I just, I guess my, my hold up with the whole Derek Carr situation is that if it's clear to everybody that Aaron Rodgers is your first choice and you sit here and wax poetic to my face, that would kind of rub me the wrong way if I had other options. What happens if you lose both? What, what happens if well, There's a real ha- chance that happens. Oh, there's a real chance. I mean, did you see? God, like, was it? do you uh, do you not fully expect him to hit it off with Frank Reich in Carolina? I'm sure he will. 
Uh, and Carolina, I mean, if, if, if you're Derek Carr and you go to Carolina, A, that division stinks. B, that Carolina team is pretty good outside of quarterback. You're not wrong. So you're did you see at all. Albert Breer yesterday said that the Jets are in on Tannehill? And did you see the other huge one that I was like, oh, my God, that he said they're interested in? No, I didn't see it. Geno Smith. No. We're going to revisit that. I mean, come on, really? Geno Smith had an awesome. Geno Smith. Smith had an awesome year, but to go from Aaron Rodgers to now end up with Geno Smith, I don't. Geno Smith. Geno Smith has to be smart enough to realize though that he, yeah, he's got a good in Seattle. He, that's the thing. It's like you're in Seattle. You did well. You've got terrific receivers. You're coached well. You have a really good young running back. Everyone is going bananas, and you and you didn't even get into the postseason. I mean, really? Oh, I guess they did. They got in. They lost to the Niners. But but I mean, they they backed their way in. Like, there's no expectations. You come here to the Jets. Well, no, I think there is. Uh, listen, I think there are some expectations in Seattle now, though, with what's you going do. on. Well, here's the thing. I not mean, the same they, as the Jets. No, not the same as the Jets. But the Rams are a bit of a mess right now. They're trying to figure it out. San Francisco's quarterback situation may be really bad. That's, I was that's reading still that. I was, the, the elite of the division is the right. Niners. No, I, I don't think you're wrong. Arizona's a dumpster fire. I mean, I read a report yesterday. Some guy, a, a an elbow specialist, thinks that Brock Purdy, when they go in, is going to need Tommy John and will miss the whole season. Ooh. That's his. Uh, without seeing anything, that's just how he he thinks it's going to play out. So that's, I mean, that's a problem. If you got no Brock Purdy for the whole year and you're going to roll with Trey Lance. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just the unknown. We don't know what Lance is going to be or not be, right? Right. So, I mean, Seattle's, I mean, Seattle could, I mean, have a legitimate chance in that in that division. I I don't know. I mean, I, I guess they could. They're well coached and they do have a lot of talent on offense, but I don't I don't think they're nearly as good as, I mean, Rams, you got to figure, take a step back. You see this the report that the, the Rams take a step back, then what? They just had an awful season. That Well, I mean, just a step back from being the good team they've been. Right, I think I think you look at that season and say they took a step back because they had so many injuries. I think now they take a step back, even if they're healthy. Don't you think? Yeah, which is well, which is exactly why I think I mean Seattle has a chance in that division. I get what you're saying, though. I mean, expectations would be higher just because everyone is so is all, all fired up that it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And if the Jets land talent. their quarterback, whoever it is, there's no well. Hopefully, we compete or get in and, and get bounced in the first round. If you land Rodgers or or Carr or Geno Smith, there's going to be an expectation that you got to get in. You got to make noise when you get in. Yeah, I think the expectations are different depending on the quarterback, though. Uh, absolutely. Aaron Rodgers, the sky's the limit. Carr, well, there's, there's a sense of urgency with Aaron Rodgers because you think you might have him for what two years if you're lucky. If if you're lucky. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Did you see about this major injury in the National League yesterday? I did. I guess, yeah, a little ground ball to the left side gets... Uh, a little awkward step as he runs from second to third. Gavin Lux, the starting shortstop with the L.A. Dodgers, goes down in a heap, and there is a great concern that he's now going to miss the entirety of the season. That's not good. No, it's not good at all. Not good at all. And remember, of course, they moved on from Trey Turner, so they, they really had huge expectations for Lux. I'm surprised. Trey Turner's so good, man. He really is. Yeah, well, you're going to have to deal with him a lot that's now because he's on yeah, Philadelphia. That's, that's my favorite. Especially but that, with the, that's with a big new... that's a big injury for the Dodgers. It's a huge injury. And by the way, that's the worst thing ever too for a player. You spend all offseason getting yourself ready, and then in, in spring training or in preseason you get hurt. Oh, right, and you and you think like they've they've handed the keys to the shortstop role to you, right? It's your job now, right? But you you've waited, you've been patient. You they finally call on you, and now you go down in a heap in spring training. Sucks. It really, really, really sucks. What do you think now? I was talking. I was thinking about this a lot yesterday. Now, yeah. It, so I haven't watched a couple of these spring training games, and I know we touched on it a little bit yesterday. But the we've heard from a bunch of different people the unintended consequences of some of these rule changes. So Kirkshin is kind of. I think he likes the changes, but feels like it's a lot at he once. He feels like it's too much at one time. It sounds like now. What do you think, 
grand scheme of things, I think we both think great for baseball. It's they, they needed to be done. But like pitch clock, for example, game is game is a whole hell of a lot quicker. But any concern with pitchers now? Well, as far like, as as having to rush through, not not I would say not not rush through, but it's definitely a much quicker pace for them. Pitch to pitch. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I, I guess that could happen, but it's not my concern heading into the season that there's going to be just a, a, a mess, you know, exodus of injuries or the guys are going to go so fast that all of a sudden it's going to change the game so much. No, I, I think it's going to be enjoyable. And I, I don't, I haven't heard, have you heard a lot of pitchers that have expressed their concerns that there's going to be a real problem here? No, I haven't heard, I haven't heard any pitchers really express concerns, but I would imagine for guys that are used to taking their time and just catching their breath or whatever it is that, I mean, the the quicker pace will early in the season or even later in the season when it starts to get really hot could take its toll on the pitchers. So Max Scherzer has been in the league for a long time, right? Long time. Um, he doesn't agree with this at all. He says it was asked to pitchers now have the advantage with the new pitch clock. I mean, we've been game planning this for basically a year now. We know it's coming. doesn't take a lot to know that when you hold the ball, it really messes up the runner and, and the hitter. So the pitcher has complete control of the situation and dictates the pace now. So, you know, with the ability to also call pitches as well, I can either work extremely quick or extremely slow and then really change the pace of this. So it doesn't sound like he's too concerned. Well, no, because great, I mean, great players, they adapt. Like you just heard him. This wasn't something like he was planning for this. Like I listened to some of the Verlander stuff and he would make sure that he would, you know, when he was ready, he'd take a quick peek. And it was no issue for him. But, I mean, we see plenty of guys, man. I mean, there's that clip going out now. Guy, I mean, Jose Altuve hits an in-the-park home run in between the guy throwing a pitch. But that's how long he was taking in between throwing pitches. It's going to be so good for the game. I mean, so it's going to be. It, uh, do I think that you could have an impact on the pitcher? Yes. Do I think that this is going to change the game for the better for a long time? Absolutely. I mean, no, I don't I think need, I'm sorry. There, I don't there's more positives there. than negatives. Yes. I don't need to sit there and watch three and a half hours of baseball. No. I don't. No, but some people, listen, some people like that. Some people like the fact that they can go spend, you know, four hours at the ballpark. I just think for me, with Milo 8, my kids, like, Milo loves baseball, but to get him to more games, like, it just, there's a chance now on a weekday I can go, I can take him to a 7 o'clock game. It's right? great. Like, I mean, and be back by 10. And and if if you're like, well, it shortens the ballpark experience, then go earlier. Right? If the game starts at seven, walk into the stadium at six thirty. You're still gonna get your three hours. Now you'll just sit there and you'll watch them stretch and you'll be able to, you know, sit in an empty stadium, which is fun to do. Yeah, right. Go check out listen, go get some autographs, check out some PP. That's what the kids like the most anyway. I, I think I think it's great. I re- I don't really see much yeah, but downside here's the, at all. Okay, but here's the thing though. This is what people need to understand is that and this is gonna sound corny, but it's the truth especially as you almost hit 50, the most valuable thing in your life is time. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is not a seven-inning game. They're not, they're not eliminating the amount of outs you get per game. They're simply getting rid of inactivity, time spent doing nothing. So they're saving you. Every game you watch is 20 minutes less time wasted. Think about that. So me and you watch every single Mets game. That's 162 games. That we're now saving, on average, 20 minutes a game. Right. So every three games, you get an hour of your life back. Uh, here's Greeny on this point. Yesterday, ironically, on the show, Greeny 
saying pitch clock, great addi- addition, great adaptation for Major League Baseball. If it's 20 minutes a game times 162 over the course of a season, that's 54 hours, two and a half days of your life. They are giving you back that you could spend doing nothing or you could spend doing something else, literally anything else because of these changes. Everyone should rejoice in them. And the fact that people are getting upset about them just to me demonstrates that some people just want to be upset about anything. Well, that, that's the thing. I think that's 100% accurate. There are people that ju- they can't, and I don't love change either, but people that get upset solely because they're making a change. There is, I mean, first of all, are you concerned about the pitcher, really? Like, you're, you're home, you're an average baseball fan. Is your is your number one concern, well, I wonder how, you know, Jonathan Loisega is going to react in the eighth inning of the Yankees game? No, it's going to be better for the game. It's going to make it more action-packed. It's going to be more exciting. It's going to make the game tighter. There is nothing negative about this. I just think that I'm, I'm am I concerned no, I'm not concerned. Do I think it could have a negative effect on some pitchers and some hitters? Long term, the game no. is moving so fast. Long term, no. no. To finish the point, long term, I'm not because I've been in situations like this and you adapt. Like there was a take. I used to handle the puck all the time. All of a sudden, trap is behind the net. Did it suck? Did it take a minute? Yes, but you adapt to it. That's what makes these guys great is their ability to do stuff like that. And baseball just got. I mean, again, people need to understand. Like in order for us to get the, you know, the experience and to have you know these great players and these great players to get paid the amount of money that they get, they I mean there is a money aspect to this, and there's I mean entertainment involved. It's not just about winning games. Like entertainment is involved in this because you're selling your product and you're trying to attract younger fans. And if you can't, because baseball was so freaking boring, you're gonna have a problem. So already, I think you ha- already have a problem in, in yeah, Major right. baseball. Right. This is why they're making the change, but a change had to be made. Had to be made. All right, here you go. Get off my lawn. Mike and Hawthorne. Mike, good morning. You're on 98.7. Mike. Michael. Hey. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm sorry. I I didn't think I'd get on that quick. It's been a long morning with the snow. Like I said to the call screener, first of all, thank you guys for all you do every morning. It's it's, it's a great show, and I appreciate what you guys do. And Rick, and as a lifelong Islander fan, Congrats for everything that you've you've accomplished, and you're doing even a better job now as you were when you were a player. That's that's a tough thing to do. So I want to thank you both. Um, Thanks, Mike. I am 100. percent Like I said, I want to sound like the old guy. Uh, get off my lawn, but I can't stand any of it. I can't stand the bigger bases. I can't stand the pitching. I just they, I think I think 30 seconds isn't long enough. I think if they went to 45 seconds, it would be better. Uh, but Again, I, I, baseball is such a game of numbers, and I understand if the four hours and fifteen minute Yankee Red Sox games are deplorable. That's they're hard, they're impossible to watch. But I, again, I'm just not a fan of it. I don't think it's a, I don't think it was a necessary to go to that to that extent so quickly. But that's the way it but, is. But and Mike, you live with uh, Mike, it. other than you saying you're not a fan, why are you not a fan of it? I, listen, I, I was watching it last night. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, so now. Spring training, guys are going to get used to it. I think it's great. You know, we're speeding up the game. People got to get home and do whatever they got to do. First of all, you go to a game. Part of the the lore of it, and I get it, it's too long. But if you're if you're at sixth game of the of the ALCS and you got second and third, two out, and you're trying to figure out guys fouling off your best pitch, fouling off your best pitch, fouling off your best pitch, 
and now you're like, oh, man, i got to figure something out. I want to take a walk around the mound and gather myself. You know, you can't do it. And I just think well, no. that that's well, part of Mike, well, no. I mean, listen, teams, listen, the reason why all these changes were made because teams are too smart. They'll find they'll find a way if if there's a pitching coach or a coach or a catcher that sees his pitcher struggling and it's a big spot in a big game, the catcher will give him a the catcher will come out and give him a talk and give him a blow and they'll no, figure out what they're going to have to I, throw. But Rick, how many how many of them are they going to get a game? I haven't heard that yet. You know, you're going to get four. Well, that games hasn't changed. Get... That hasn't changed. That's the, that's the same. That that rule has not changed. So you'll still have the same so amount the of guy, visits. So the, so the catcher can can step out of the box and and fix his shin guards and all that kind of stuff. I get it. There's a lot of ways to to skin this cat. But, again, I just – again, and, 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 and your partner made a great point about in the summer it's hot, grab yourself. And, and But that's, you know, that's that's minimal. But, again, I, I just watched – I watched a couple of different games last night because I was listening to you guys. I'm up I'm up stupid early in the morning. I listen to you every morning. I'm like, let me give this a shot. And I, I watched it last night. I watched a couple of different games, a couple of different things. And, again, I'll get used to it like, like, uh, like, like they said, like they said. I'll get used to it because I love baseball. I love everything about baseball. But it is a, a sport of of numbers, and that's how we compare Babe Ruth to Hank Aaron. But to, that doesn't change. To, Mike, we, we got to run, not because you didn't bring up good points, but because we're up against it. That doesn't change at all. The numbers are still the numbers. Aaron Judge still hit 62. Aaron Judge can hit 62 this year because the pitchers go faster. Will not have any impact at all on that. Rick DiPietro. Noted pot stirrer. Hit some cardio, you fatty. And a habitual line stepper. Did you eat galoop as a kid? Maybe. Sometimes we're not sure if he knows he even left the locker room. I don't I'll know. I'll take my pants off right now if you want. Joe is like a nudist colony the way you treat us. <laughs> but he's on your radio every morning at 6. I'll just massage you from the back. Whatever you need. Rick DiPietro. A real professional sh- talker. Call me the bus boy because I set the table. On 98.7 ESPN. No problem. Hit the crutch, hit the gear, hit the gas, and I'm gone. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, your promo playing. I Santiago, don't don't think I didn't realize the, how you strategically put that in right before we start mean. the segment. Oh, I know how it works here. I know what you're getting at. I know. That's fine. That's fine. All I know is I've heard Bart's promo. I've heard Rick's promo. I've heard there's Kay's a K promo now. I, I, I'm not even kidding. I don't even want a promo. Yes, you I, do. No, no, I don't. Yes, you. No, do. I don't. I don't want a promo. It's coming. I well, I don't want it. I, take the promo and shove it right up. You know where? Excuse wow. me. That's what you could do with your stupid promo. Oh God, I'm I'm a promo afterthought is what I am. Oh, you you don't want me? I'm not good enough to be on the Mount Rushmore promos. I don't want a promo. So you think we, I suck? Oh, what a diva you are! Not a diva. Such I, a I, diva. I, have some, I have a little bit of pride. Please, you'd feel the same way. If everybody got a promo and you didn't get a promo, you'd say, you know what? I don't want a promo. I go away. This show dies. I think you're such a big star that they realized. I mean, we've got to remind people that Rick's also on the show. No. Which is great. Listen, I'm not. Heads up. Rick is also on the show. I am not anti you having a promo at all. And I don't blame you for the mess that has now ensued. But I will say this. The fact that you have your big, bouncing, beautiful promo and I got bupkis. Does not sit well with me. Hey, you not get Bubkiss. You're Bubkiss promo that talks about Stump Rothenberg. Stop it. I'm no Bubkin. It's a station promo, and they happen to mention Stump Rothenberg. Maybe there's just so much material. 
<laughs> you love that's my favorite. That it's just, that just taking too long. RJ, let me ask you. I think you're a, a, a man of reason. Me not having a promo, how does that sit with you? Uh, not great. I think it's. A, I think they're they're telling you something. See, no, RJ. Why? Why you have to feed into his neuroses? I have to be honest. See, he's being honest. Every you, you, I mean, it's like Oprah. You get a promo, and you get a promo. What's gonna happen? Rosenberg's gonna get a promo. Yep. Dave Rothenberg, Walking Dictionary. I mean, listen, there are there are a lot of talented people. If I'm judging just by the the names you mentioned of Bart, Rick, and Michael, that leaves a lot of talented people. Promolis. Promolis. Dave Rothenberg, accomplished game show host. Sam Houston State. Hammers. Latorno. Lawarno. Or Lashorno. Whatever. That was the greatest. It. That was the greatest ensemble of schools ever created on Is This a Real School? You you do realize we don't play anymore, right? No, because you're lazy. Not because I'm lazy. I'll play whenever you want. What do I don't you mean? think you can handle it. It's one. What do you mean? We all love the game. You just abused it early, because it was so exciting. No, no, they, <laughs> you to play every day. You know, you know what every it was? Every day you wanted to play. It was. It was titillating. Is what it was. No, uh, it, oh, it really was. No, no. Initially, yes, titillating. Then all of a sudden, you, it's it's it, you, Earl Ham. <laughs> this was not a if you don't lose it, use it, you lose it kind of situation. It was, people loved it. Let it breathe. There Maybe are Twitter accounts made in honor. Of is this a real college or not? Nazareth Tabone. <laughs> Nazareth Tabone has its own Twitter account now. Glory University, University, its own Twitter account now. Right. Earl Ham. No one said let's not play it. All RJ said was we can't do it every single day. That was it. He's the fun police. I, I see how it works. He is kind of the fun police. I, I see exactly how it works. And as much as the fun police as he is, he still thinks I'm being disrespectful. Where's the, the line? Here's the question for the show. Where is the line? Mm. So you ask me, like, where's the line of disappointment What for the Jets quarterback? Like, you get to a certain point. Is right. it, you know, if you don't get Derek Carr and you end up with Ryan Tannehill, is that the line? What's the line? I have a promo. Bart has a promo. Kay has a promo. Where's the line? Where we're you there. just... <laughs> we're, we're, close? We're, oh, yeah, we're right there. I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's go down the entire list, Rick. I'll tell you what. If there's another promo... That comes out that is not me, I don't want a promo. So a Don LaGreca prom- promo set you well, off. And again, it's not a shot at Don. Kind of I is. love Don. It's the fact that they are saying, in order of importance, you don't rank anywhere near the top Don of the Don LaGreca has literally been a voice at this station since its, its inception. But you're, see, you're putting words in my mouth. Never once have I said I have an issue with Rick. Rick, you even have to defend me on this. I've never said I have an issue with Rick getting a promo or Don getting a promo. It's the fact that I'm not getting a promo. And they're making a, a very bold statement by excluding me from said promo. See, I think this is the problem with management, though, is they don't understand that we have feelings. That you have feelings. They think I'm a robot. You know what they think? They think I'm the Drago of the station. <laughs> Just inject me with whatever you're going to give them and have a montage, but don't give them a promo. <laughs> I hope yours is the last. I, it will be. I, I, I honestly, I don't. I don't promo. want it. I don't want it. I actually just got an email. There's a uh, there's a Joe Is promo in the making. I'm sure there is. She was. Yes. He's been. He's been gambling on parlay since he was nine. Should be out later today. Yeah, he's been doing. Uh, you know, reverse plays at the age of seventeen. He's our very own Joe Wiz. 
I can't wait. I'm excited for that one. Would would aspiring nudists be part of uh, your promo? I know something happened. I was like, I gotta get these pants off. I unbuckled <laughs> the pants and ripped them off through them. Why wear pants? I'm naked right now. That's the real problem, though. Is there's just there's too much stuff. Just get naked. Well, you know that's not my fault. No, it's not your it's your gift, but it's just it's hard for people to like. We gotta parse through all that stuff and come up with a solid promo. How can I, I forget? How can I forget about one man zoo? <laughs> RJ, yes. If I were to give away the Guns N' Roses tickets now, <laughs> will you have enough time to take the winner and still be prepared for CMT? I will. Might need a little spacing in between. But so, do you see? Do you see what I do? I mean, the, well, yes. So a pat on the back. However, this probably could have been discussed off the air. Yeah, but I think people enjoy seeing what's happening on the air. You think so? Yeah, so I greatly so. Oh, well, it's happening now, so. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Guns N' Roses are headed to MetLife Stadium August oh, nice. the 15th. Very nice. B-caller number. Oh, B-caller number. Let's go with five. We have the Number five. five for Kerry Collins right now, 888-987-ESPN. You'll score a pair of tickets brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets go on sale today. 10 o'clock, Ticketmaster.com. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. All right, let's go CMT. I'm I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You jerk. Uh, Why would you do that to poor Raymond? Well, because you knew I was kidding. Uh, You didn't know that. You didn't know that. What do you mean I didn't know that? Of course I knew. You're a saboteur. You guys are babies. All right, Rangers fans, now listen up. Coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, your chance to hang with me. And RJ and Alex in a lounge at MSG for the Rangers game this Thursday, March the 2nd. The matchup against the Ottawa Senators. Be listening for the cue to call and you can sit with me and RJ and Alex as the Blue Shirts make their playoff push. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. We're going to do everything with class. Ottawa big win last night against Detroit. I saw that. They were trailing 2-1 and came back to win, what, 5-2? Beat them up, yeah. Look, you see, you see how on on point I am. Uh, you know so much. I mean, what what other hosts do you think you mention Ottawa, Detroit, and at the tip of their tongue they have it just ready to go? None. You think a lot? None. No, I don't think so. Let's go to uh, let's go to Perry in Jersey City. Good morning, Perry. You're on ninety eight seven. Good morning. Great show. You guys keep getting better every day. Thank you. Uh, listen, I'm an old timer a little bit. I'm sixty two, and so when I was growing up, games, baseball games, were like two and a half hours. Pitcher's duel might be two hours. And the main reason, I think, is that the batters didn't step out of the box after every single pitch. So if you're really old school and you like things the way they were, you should love this new pitch clock. I think people got to understand something, though. Here's the thing. This is what happens, though. Players will take advantage of, of every aspect of whatever they're allowed. So I don't think he's wrong. Like People act like they're changing the game. They're actually going back to how the game used to be played, where games weren't three and a half, four hours long, and there was action. It wasn't home run, walk, or strikeout. The problem is the, is the lack of action, not the time of the game. They're going to shorten the time because they just don't think the players are, st- are capable yet of, of providing enough action. What they're going to do is infuse action on their own. They're going to make the bases bigger. They're going to eliminate the shift. They're going to make the game speed up. And ipso facto of all those differing things they do, in theory, should make the game more exciting. Yeah, and if that doesn't happen because guys just aren't capable of doing it yet, they're going to do you the solid of eliminating the 20 minutes of just 
useless time that nothing's being done. Of standing around and being bored and having right. it bland and boring. And, and it's, it's going to be, I'm telling you, I, uh, for the life of me, I can't understand the side that's like, I don't, I don't like this, and it's not baseball the way it used to be. In fact, like the caller just said, it is baseball the way it used to be. I think the players are going to like it, too. I mean, once they get used to it, I think they're going to like it. I mean, 162 games playing every single night. You already like the extra inning rule, right? All the players love it because they're not sitting around for 16 innings. So, hey, we're doing another solid. Game's going to be two and a half hours. You're not standing on your feet for three and a half. I think it's a great thing. Let's go to Wes in Fort Myers, and then we'll do a little CMT. Good morning, Wes. Ruro, the Knicks have won five in a row. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks have won five row. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Five row. Good morning, Wes. Uh, shout out to the company, as always. Um, nothing better than a week Knicks win, but it's always better when we beat Boston. Um, I was seeing just last week people, you know, still wanting to trade Julius um, for, like, Jay Crowder. Like, what would that team be with Jay Crowder? It makes no sense. These people just, you know, complain. But I'm happy for the win, uh, especially against Boston. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the Nets. Uh, Buck Foston, let's go, guys. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know if you could say that. That was close. Come on now. Very that close. was close. I think, he, I think he did the right thing, but that was close. Yeah, very close. Santiago's that too that nervous, is, though. as we say, tiptoeing. Santiago's right, too nervous. Right up, right because Santiago's job is, is in peril. Santiago has one, one hand on the dump button for the entire show. Santiago's elite. The best in the business. I stand by it. I, I stand by our two guys against any two guys in the entire industry, and, and we would win. I don't even think that's a question. I don't even know that we have the best show, but we well, have I the think best we guys. The, I think we have the best show. I think we have a good show. Very good show. Maybe great show. But I think the two guys behind the scenes, best in the business. Yeah, one guy on the show has a promo, too, which screams good show. Who has a promo? I do. Oh, right. I thought you were going to tell me one of those two guys has a promo. Now, that I, could I be offended by that? If, like, RJ gets a promo before I get I, a promo? Uh, no. Not now, after what you just said. What do you mean? Like you just rank them higher than us. Well, I think they're great. I think th- I think what they do, they do better than what we do. I just I think at some point they're gonna have to break down and give me a promo. I think they get a dual promo since those two are just uh, attached to the hip. A- the RJ and Raymond promo. At this point, I'm I'm good. I don't I don't need nor want. You'll promo. get a promo. No, Shut your don't face. want it. You could take it and, and shove. By it the way, nowhere. By the way, quickly before we go to CMT. Yeah. Okay. Are, are we at any point? going to acknowledge that my experience with the dolphin is legitimate and no. dolphins are not nice animals. You don't have to convince me. I'm No, I'm you're totally on my side. Well, what, what, what happened now? Oh, I don't know. Maybe in an article in the New York Post, I fought for my life after a dolphin nearly gnawed my foot off. Why don't you check that article out? First of all, I can find anything to make my story sound normal. I, I could find stories about, you know, beautiful little dogs that attack their owners when they don't feed them on time. So you find one story. Listen, you feel guilty. A a dolphin swam upon you and your wife, and you panicked, and you swam away as she got attacked. Dolphins murder babies. This is proven. Oh, my God. See, Santiago's with me. Nod my foot off, it says. Nod my foot off. I swam with the dolphins. It was the most benign, loving experience I've ever had. That's because you're no threat to the dolphin. Well, well th- apparently that person is. They're like, oh, look at this, oh, look at this beautiful, look at this beautiful fellow porpoise yeah. swimming with us. Yeah. 
nod you, my you, foot you, off. You, you know they said like the animal really understands the human and the dolphin especially. He noticed that you're a jerk. The dolphin <laughs> swam so, up. And he's like, so this he is an my ass. Wife? This is a bad guy. <laughs> he's stealing money from the islanders. I'm going to oh. go after him. Is what <laughs> so the dolphin he, did. So he attacked my wife. Well, you know what he said. If I, he, this is how smart he is. <laughs> he said, this is the genius of this specific dolphin. He said, "How do I really hurt Rick the most? If I go after the wife, it'll hurt her more than if I go after him." <laughs> yeah, it was well. It was premeditated. It was well it was thought premeditated, out. Premeditated, and it, in fact, <laughs> was genius. RJ, are you ready? I am. Let's go. To cuddle. Oh, yeah. Oh. To marry. We'll see naked ladies. Or to trash. The attack did he? That is the question. You know. Uh, by the way, it's brought to you by Jack Pocket. What are you giggling about? See how I bought you time there, RJ? Bought you time. You certainly did, and I appreciate it. Well, yep. R- I'm laughing because Rick called Dave a porpoise, and Dave responded by accusing Rick of stealing money from the Islander. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this happens daily now. You're going to go after me. I'm going to hit you right where it hurts. Every day, though? Right, you're, right in your wallet. Yeah, you know what? He, every day, you're a porpoise. You're a fat person. Well, then, you, then let's say. go. You I said you looked nice the other day. How's the, that. how's the weight checking? Where are we at? Great. Minus I don't, I don't have a number pounds. for you because I didn't weigh in on Sunday. But you're but happy. I'm, you're very pleased. Yesterday, uh, 1,200 calories. Yes. Oh, still starving, starving yourself. Still starving yourself. Yeah. Don't shit. That doesn't make us happy when this you say not, stuff like that. This is not going to end well. Uh, I, I, I just hope that you're never home alone when it happens. Oh, no. <laughs> what, what, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, so so you think I'm going to, what, have a heart attack? What do something, you, what do you think? something is going to happen. You, you, what oh. you're doing is not healthy. Oh I just hope you're not home alone <laughs> when it happens. Wait, that way you can be helped. <laughs> oh, my. RJ, I'm going to need you to clip you? that. I'm going to need that Thursday. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. The Grim Reaper, Raymond Santiago. <laughs> I don't want something bad to happen to you, but like you're, you're headed down a bad path. I'm not complaining. I didn't say a word <laughs> when it happens. I'm just sitting here minding my own business, doing a show, giving you heaps of praise, saying you're the best in the business, and now you're wishing death upon me. Again, no, that's fine. No, no, no. Back up. I did not wish death upon you. This is not like you wishing for my plane to crash coming back from Dallas. I didn't wish I don't, for it to crash. I don't want something bad to happen. I said if it were to happen, it would make sense to me. Okay. I think that's worse. I don't think so. If you've only listened to the last five minutes of the show, you would think we are a special bunch <laughs> that really hates each other. I just hope you're not home alone when it happens. When it happens. <laughs> All right, right, right. Malcolm, that was mean. Malcolm Jr. Twelve minutes away. So, uh, but before we get to Mel, uh, oh according God. to Todd McShay, <laughs> Bryce Young's actual height is under five eleven. Oh. So, so classify him in the five ten range. And I actually saw at one point he was he he weighed you know mid season when you're when you're dropping weight. Around the like one seventy five ish range, one eighty. Wow. Oh my god! I don't know if that's true, but I, w- I wasn't in the Alabama locker five, room. Five ten and a half, one seventy five does not give you a ton of faith in the the uh, longevity of that quarterback. Well, that leads us think. to our our question. Uh, he will not throw at the combine. He being Bryce Young, CJ Stroud of Ohio State will throw. Dave, you had the hot t- uh What what do you call it? the hot sheet take? Hot sheet take. Hot sheet take about. Uh, I give you credit. I truly mean this. The first person I I heard say this. Uh, that Will Levis will be the first quarterback taken. So, 
let's revisit that. Cuddle Man Trash, who is the first uh, quarterback off the board in April's first round? Is it... Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 hold on. I I know what he's going to do. No, no, he did not say that Will Levis would be the first quarterback taken. That's not what he said. Raymond said he would be the first quarterback taken. Oh, right. Dave said that Will Levis would be the Giants Giants. quarterback. Why why do you have to rain on No, You know what? I appreciate that. That's a good fact check. Why? He wants wants the hot sheet take. I have the hot sheet take right here. That's a... So Look I, at you. I, I, so now all of a sudden you have it. So in all in alteration, <laughs> Raymond said yep. that Will Levis will be the first quarterback taken. So I ask the two of you, first quarterback off the board, Stroud, Young, Levis. I just hope that you never home alone when it happens. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, that's I'll marry up, uh, Young. That's up there with the meanest thing that's ever of all time. All, it's terrible. Oh, all and, time. and you know what the thing is? I truly don't believe he thinks what he said was mean. <laughs> this is what makes him so dangerous. Lethal. He doesn't just lethal. You you really are. I don't. That's why I never mess with him. You, he's a nasty guy. God, to say that and, and <laughs> sit there and live with yourself for the rest of the show. How guilty would he feel if something happened today? By the way, I feel terribly don't even, guilty. Don't even say that. I'm terribly guilty. You know, you know what? I'll go shovel. Oh no, no, oh, no. I'll do that. I'm going to marry Bryce Young. Well, he's going to throw at the combine. I think he's going to wow people. I'm going to cuddle Will Levis. Oh. And I'm going to uh, trash C.J. Stroud. Ooh, I'd like to disagree here. Um, I don't have much time left. <laughs> so you won't even see this. You really won't even see this through. Yeah, I probably won't even get to see the draft. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, hope Ray Santiago. Raymond Santiago, September 30th, 2022. Levis, first quarterback take. That's amazing. Wow. Where's my um, Degrom take? Oh, uh, it's terrific. You've had yeah, I mean, but you've where had is it three on the or sheet? four. It's gone. Uh huh. That somehow disappeared. Not sure where it went. Not here. Uh, I'll agree with David. All right. I still think someone is going to take Bryce Young. Uh, Dave, you just touched on it. You touched on shoveling. You don't need to. Why don't you need to shovel? Plow. I don't want the double plow today. You he's, have he's, a plow guy. He's already at the house. He's oh. already, I believe he's already done the first plow. Oh, wow. So this this brings me to my question then. How many times will Dave undergo a plowing today? Wow. Good question. It was originally going to be zero because I thought for a, a second Dave would actually go up there and say, no, get lost. I'm not paying you. However, we just on the fly, I've been told that one, one plowing has already occurred. Yeah, I believe that's accurate. So will it be one plow? Will it be two plows? Or will it be the, I, I believe, unprecedented triple plow? I swear to God, if he shows up three times. You know why? Because he, he hasn't worked all week. I don't want the double plow listening. today. And he's probably going to show up every couple hours and, and plow. <laughs> this might be all he gets this year. Um, Go ahead, Rick. I hope he's listening. Um, Dave has so much money. Huh. I could totally see this and he guy did taking say, advantage he, of it. He did oh, say yeah. before the show they've gotten a lot of snow. A lot of snow. I'd love to see what it looks like right now that you might need a second plowing. Um, this is strictly, this is this is my heart. This is not my head making this. Decision. I don't want the double plow today. I'm going to marry the double plow. <laughs> I need it. I need the double plow. I'll cuddle the single plow. Maybe he respects you a little bit. And then if he comes for three. <laughs> oh, I swear I mean, to God. That's, that's a fight. I'm going to go out with my own shovel and whack him in the knee if he comes for the triple plow. Oh, Assault. I love that you live in such a bougie area. You are, just by proxy of living there, you are indoctrinated into how they do things in the plowing business in your in your area. What does that mean? You have to sign up for the plowing. 
has to. You can't well, go rogue. No, it, it's because I live on a cul-de-sac that, with two other houses. That, that's what I said, though. And and my my no, I'm not going to get into it <laughs> because I'll no, upset get into someone. It. No, I'm not. Oh, do it. Uh, I I agree. Double plow, single plow. Look, he's plow. already quit, RJ. He's done. No, he, he, he wants I've to say something. Quit, not at all. I think he wants to say something. I had something, but I'm not going to say I think it. you should say it. No. Say it. No, say no. it. Let it all hang no. out. No. Whip it out. No. no. I don't want the double plow today. All right. Well, if it comes to you, you uh, open for him if you want to call someone now out. Now you're going to swing it? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, a lot of discussion. You guys touched on it yesterday about the Yankee shortstop position. So, I'll tell you what, though. If they... If they we're thinking about it. Gavin Lux, I don't know how, how long he's out. Maybe you could flip could one of these the guys. season, they're saying. Uh, but Yankees, right now, three players contending for that starting shortstop position. IKF, Anthony Volpe, Oswald Peraza. Cuddle Mary Trash, your opening day starter. That's mm. a great one, RJ. See how you did? You split it up. You went sports. Dave, now back to sports. Yeah, unprecedented. Usually it's sports, sports, sports. Nice then mix. off the board. That's true, um, actually. All right, I'm going to... Our sports! Sports! <laughs> God, I just don't trust them. That's the thing. Not what I would do, what I think they do. Right, yep. I'm going to marry IKF. Oh. I think he is your starting shortstop on opening day. How does that make you feel, RJ? Sad. Yep. Do you agree with that, though, by the way, RJ? I do. Yeah. Um, it's the safest route, which typically is how they go. Uh, I will. You hear it. You hear the disdain in his voice too. It pains him. They I beat them down. They beat. I down. will marry IKF. I will cuddle Peraza. <laughs> what, what? What was that? Santiago can't think straight now. He's all confused. And I will trash the future star of the Yankees, Anthony Volpe. I'm so angry that I also agree that this is how it's going to play out. I just hope that you're never home alone when it happens. <laughs> so you guys have no faith. Nope. That this was an open competition. No. None. No. I mean, how, gonna ask that question. We, we've been watching the Yankees for how long? Uh, right. But at a certain point. Um, I'm going to trust them. Really? I'm going to go with uh, Peraza had some experience last year. They don't want to rush Volpe, although I think, especially with the new rule changes. I mean, the, the kind of ath- athlete. You hear what Volpe did the other day, too, which I, I loved? Stole two bases. Oh, stayed in the game? Stayed, stayed, at, took stayed a shower. in the dugout so he could watch the kids play? How awesome is that? And he said they would, they would stay and watch me, so I'm going to stay and watch them. Kid gets it, man. Yep. I'm yeah. rooting for him. Because um, you're you're behind the scenes a Yankees fan. Oh, no. No, I just love stories like that. I mean, I like good teammates. Having a great teammate is, I mean, it's part of the reason why the Knicks are having success right now, because they like each other. Yeah, but you don't like the Yankees. I hate the Yankees, but I well, not, not, no, you, no, you don't. If you're rooting for Volpe, you don't truly hate the Yankees. I just think the expectation for a lot of Yankees fans, me in particular, uh, is... How does that not disappear? I would like to see the Yankees in the World Series, yes. Oh, I mean, this, the audio is incriminating. Why don't you shut your face? I'm going to marry Peraza. I'm gonna cuddle IKF and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna discard a Volpe. All right, can I'll, I get a moment? Oh no! Oh, here it is. Here comes Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. You're listening to DPH on Rothenberg, ninety-eight seven ESPN, WEPN FM, New York. All right, last one. As I as as I believe Mel Kuyper is, is calling at the moment, so I guess we'll make this quick. Uh, Dave, you complained about not having a promo. If you were to have a promo, what would you like featured? Would you like it to be your Animal impersonations. I see. What do you like it to be your singing? Love and your day. Walking on sunshine. Woo!
Or Mel's on hold listening to this. I <laughs> think he is. Or, Sorry, oh, Mel. He can hear all of it. Oh, God. Or your immense knowledge of athletes. Is it Nagasik? Felix Auger-Aliassime. Ali- Ali- Thompson came in, or whatever his name is. Jan <laughs> Blokovich. No. Jan <laughs> Blahovich. <laughs> this is the problem. It's just it's too much. Uh, who, go, who goes? Too much. I'll go first. I'm marrying the singing. I think that has to be number one. I mean, I'll I cut. could sing this if you'd like. Let's hear some. I, guess that's so I don't know it that well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marrying that. I'm cuddling the uh, the human zoo. <laughs> the elite pigeon. And then I'm going to trash the uh, athletes. Bets instead it. Um... I don't understand why you don't have like tremendous <laughs> sports knowledge on there, RJ. Is it Huska? And then it goes with the names. Trivia Trivia King on there. The oh, three no. you gave me really pigeonholed me. <laughs> uh, I will I will marry the singing, I will cuddle the animals, and I will trash the mockery of my immense knowledge. How do you say that name, by the way? Is it Hushka? Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.